Hello and welcome to Mr. Mar's History Podcast. Google Mr. Mar History to get more help with Nationals Higher and Advanced Higher History. In today's episode, we will discuss Scotland's role in the slave trade. Great Britain was heavily involved in the Atlantic slave trade, and after joining the British Empire in 1707, Scotland became a key part of this as well. The Scots were involved in a variety of different ways. Not only did they benefit within Scotland itself, but many Scots moved over to become involved in the slave trade in the Caribbean and in other areas. Scotland, as has been noted, wasn't part of Britain until 1707, and this meant it was excluded from trading with British colonies until then. But once it did join, the Scots were heavily involved in making money and playing a major part in the slave trade. A great deal of merchants in Glasgow bought and sold the various products that were grown by the slaves, including sugar, cotton and tobacco. However, most of these merchants only sold the products. They were not actually involved in buying and selling the slaves themselves. Some slave ships left from other Scottish ports, most notably Greenock and Port Glasgow. However, they only carried a small number of slaves. Um, at best, it was estimated around 5,000 out of Britain's 3 million, and this ended after 1766. Clearly, the Scots were involved in different ways. Other Scots were involved in setting up businesses that had strong slave links. The Bank of England was used to fund businesses with slave links and was set up by a Scot, William Patterson. In addition, many Scots became merchants. Richard Oswald, for example, set up a slave trade post in Africa, directly trading in slaves themselves. Richard Oswald was one of the main slave traders in Scotland. His family owned a company in Sierra Leone with his slave fort, and he lived in a place near Ayr called Auchincrove House, which is now known as Oswald Hall. Some companies with slave links had strong Scottish links too. Greenock had a large sugar industry, and this had links with the slaves growing the products. You can still see many of the warehouses where the sugar was stored. In addition, much of the cotton that was spun in Scotland at this time had been grown by slaves. Many Scots became owners of the plantations in the USA and Caribbean and moved out there. They obviously used slave labour to grow their products. A large number of other Scots moved to the Caribbean to work in related jobs. Sometimes they would work on the plantations themselves, but other times they had jobs such as doctors, lawyers, or indeed as politicians running the areas. Other Scots found employment on board slave ships. Many of them worked as sailors, however, others worked in jobs such as surgeons, and a large number of Scots were captains on the ships as well. Lots of bits of Scotland indirectly benefited from the slave trade as well. For example, the herring industry saw bigger sales to boost the food needs of slave economies. And it's clear when you examine Caribbean countries to this day the impact Scotland had. For instance, around half of the names in the Jamaican telephone directory have Scottish surnames, showing a very clear link back to an old country. <laughs> 